You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan can want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crowley and Colin Dudlap. It's Adam Crowley here with you, the Steelers victorious over the Indianapolis Colts. And don't look now, young Kenneth Shane Pickett has not thrown an interception in three games. The Steelers 2-1 and one in those games. And in the loss, the Steelers' offense put up 30 points. Things moving in the right direction for the Steelers' rookie. How do you think Kenny Pickett played? There were a couple of plays he left out there. I saw Mitchell Schwartz break down on Twitter that one of the early sacks Kenny took, and he took three on the day was not the offensive line's fault, but it was actually Kenny Pickett's fault because he didn't get the ball out in a hot read. He didn't understand that his protection was shifted to the right. So there was a little mistake from Kenny. He also, I thought, made an awful throw to George Pickens in the back of the end zone. Pickens ran a wonderful route. He's wide open. Maybe, 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 maybe Pickens can make a circus catch there, but you got to put it in a better place. Apart from that, I thought Kenny Pickett was wonderful. And it's not just that he's taking care of the football, because obviously, yes, that is important. And that's how the Steelers are going to win games this year. But I also thought that Kenny spread the ball around. I mean, how many different guys had a catch? Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Twelve players with a catch! So he spread the ball around. He took that deep shot to George Pickens. He had a couple of longer throws as well, an 11-yarder, a 17-yarder, a 12-yarder. It wasn't all just nickel and diming. Kenny Pickett made good decisions. He took that shot when he needed. I thought he was more accurate in this game, of course, with the missed throw to George Pickens notwithstanding. This is what you want to see from your Steelers quarterback, and now it's a trend. 
He doesn't turn the ball over against the Saints. I didn't think he was particularly great. Okay, fine. He was wonderful in the first half against Cincinnati. Garbage in the second half. I thought he was really good in the first half of this game. Didn't get help from George Pickens a couple of times in the third quarter against the Indianapolis Colts. But the one thing, the thread that has gone through each of these games is that the Steelers quarterback who threw eight interceptions early has thrown none in the previous, in these past three games. Good on Kenny. That's a trend. Kenny Pickett is showing me right now that he has a very high floor. And this is something we knew about Kenny. That's what they said coming out of the draft, the they being scouts, draft Knicks, people of that nature. Kenny Pickett was always going to be that guy. And it's probably unfair for anybody to have expected Kenny Pickett to be that guy right out of the shoot. I think the Steelers run the risk of neutering Kenny by making him afraid to take chances. But if you're playing devil's advocate there, if you can get this young man to understand where you can and can't put the football, when to take risks and when not to take risks, and then you start him off from this level, this being his floor, and you build from here, it could be the right thing to do. I'm undecided. I need to see the rest of the games this year. I think that matters. Will he continue to not turn the ball over, but start making more plays down the field? That now is the next progression of Kenny Pickett. Three straight games without an interception? Okay, I'm going to want to start seeing the wow plays. Build off of this. If this is who he is, At his worst, where he's not going out there and needing to win the game, but managing it effectively, I think that's a really good place to start. I do want to see some wow moments, though. That's the next step for Kenny Pickett. The other thing is, he's using his legs. He picked up a crucial third down last night with his legs. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Justin Fields. But this is a respectable stat line for Kenny when he doesn't turn it over. 20-28, 174 yards through the air. Six carries, 32 yards on the ground. So he's got 200 yards total. I don't care how you move the ball, just move the ball. That's supposed to be his strength. That's why it sort of bugs me whenever he misses protection things and doesn't know where his hot is, and sometimes he doesn't come off the first read. But I'm not going to kill him for it because he's a rookie. And while Mike Tomlin's not grading him on a curve, I didn't expect Kenny Pickett to come in and be the savior from day one. I think this third quarter was different than the Cincinnati third quarter. I didn't think Kenny Pickett was sharp in the third quarter against Cincinnati. I thought he got let down on two occasions by drops by his guy, George Pickens, in that second half. And then your drive is stalled. It's a three and out. Now... On the first possession of the second half, you get shut down on a third and one. That can't happen. Then the second drive of the second half, that's when George Pickens, over the middle of the field, he slides, he's got to make a tough catch. It's a catch he's got to make, but it's a third and two. It's a good enough throw by Kenny Pickett. That should move the chains and get things moving there. Steelers started the ball with the ball at the seven-yard line, and he throws the ball over the middle of the field a chance to move the chains, get some breathing room, and then maybe you're going to start taking a little bit more chances there. You don't want to set Kenny Pickett up for failure. You don't want him to make a game-altering mistake at the seven-yard line after that fumble. But that's a good throw by Kenny, and he gets let down. 
Later on, another George Pickens drop that led to a punt. So that's where you need better from your guys. That's I'm not going to put on Matt Canada. Now, the third and one from shotgun, and instead of running Benny Snell, you run the other cat, Anthony McFarlane. That doesn't make sense to me, and that's the first drive of the second half. If you want to kill him for that, fine, for a bad personnel choice. If you're going to have Benny Snell at your disposal, that's probably not even the right way to phrase that. It's not like you are breaking glass and saying, oh, thank God we got this guy here. I guess it is an emergency. But if you've got Benny Snell and Anthony McFarlane, I would make Anthony McFarlane, if Najee Harris is hurt, my feature back, and I would have Benny Snell be my power guy. So on third and one from shotgun, you hand it off to Anthony McFarlane. I don't love that. So I will, okay, I'll give it to Matt Canada there. But two other drives are thwarted by Kenny Pickett throwing the ball to an open George Pickens who just simply couldn't catch the ball. One on the sideline, one over the middle of the field. I'm not going to put that on Matt Canada. And there is a discussion to have around George Pickens. We grade Kenny Pickett after every single game. He's a rookie. He's your franchise. Until we're told otherwise, until they get somebody else in here, and maybe it doesn't happen for a long time, but Kenny Pickett is your franchise, so we grade him week to week. Well, George Pickens is your franchise receiver. Given the way he performed this offseason, he was being talked up like he's Randy Moss. Given some of the catches he's made already in the regular season in his short NFL career, I think it's not as important, but almost as important to track his progress. And while he made that fabulous 35-yard catch down the sideline on a back shoulder ball from Kenny, he also had two crucial drops, and he probably should have laid out for the one in the end zone. I'm not putting that totally on him. That's way more on Kenny. But an up-and-down performance from George Pickens in what really has been an up-and-down season for him, and I think it's important to track that. Mike Tomlin had to do something he's loath to do, and it worked out, and it tells me he should do it more. We'll get to that coming up next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In-depth conversations. Matchup breakdown. Analysts on every game. Everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Oh, we, just, we have a great, you know, open communication. Um, you know, I'll go up to Coach Sully and, and Coach Tomlin, and, you know, we had a conversation, and, and that was the play I brought up. You know, I felt really confident about it. They, you know, they felt good about it, too, so we rolled with it. How about that? That's Kenny Pickett talking about the Benny Snell touchdown run. Kenny Pickett says that he went to Mike Sullivan and Mike Tomlin and said, I feel good about this one. Let's go with it. No mention, of course, of Matt Canada, which I find is notable by omission. But I also love that Kenny Pickett feels confident enough in his homework and in his relationship with those guys to say, hey, I think this is going to work, and then it does work. I thought the play of the game by Kenny, from just a pure aesthetic standpoint and show me what I want to see out of a good young quarterback, 
was that two-point conversion play. George Pickens back in the end zone. Play breaks down. Kenny Pickett rolls to his right. And instead of running for the pylon, while he's running, absolutely rips it to the back pylon. It's an accurate throw. It's a laser beam. That, to me, is what you need to see out of the guy. He makes the defender have to consider that he's going to run. But then it's off-platform, off-base, strong throw, accurate throw. I don't know that it's necessarily a wow moment. I don't want to overstate things. But it's not far off. Play breaks down. You make a strong throw off-platform. Kenny Pickett's arm strength is always going to be a question especially early in his career before he proves that he can do it with his acumen, his mental acumen. But I loved seeing that out of Kenny. Benny Snell had a wonderful college career, an awesome college career. And then he beat Penn State in that Citrus Bowl. But Benny Snell was excellent last night. Najee Harris clearly injured. He's removed from the game. Core injury. He also had a limp at one point. I, I don't know that he's been healthy all season long. I thought he got there the last two weeks, and that's why he looked better. But Benny Snell, 12 carries, 62 yards. Anthony McFarland, 6 carries for 30 yards. So that's 18 carries, 92 yards. Math. For those two guys. Mike Tomlin does not like going running back by committee. But it works. It keeps the defense off balance. Most importantly, what it does is, you're always going to have a fresh running back then. And I hope that this is instructional for Mike Tomlin. And we saw him start to fold in Jalen Warren a little bit more into the game play in the last couple of games before Jalen Warren got hurt. Be a running back by committee team. Now, would that admit that Najee Harris ain't all that in a bag of chips? He ain't what you drafted in the first round? Yeah, but our eyes are already telling us that. So let your personnel decisions tell us that too. Isn't it about winning games? This is what the Steelers need to do, even if Najee Harris is healthy. Let Jalen Warren be part of it. If it's Anthony McFarlane, fine, I don't care. If it's Benny Snell, I don't care. I really don't. Benny Snell's actually shown up in some moments for this team. I don't think he's a good running back. I think he's probably league average. But when he's been given opportunities, he's had about four yards per carry. That's serviceable. Najee Harris didn't have four yards of carry last year. Najee Harris ain't had four yards of carry this year. So, I'm all for it. And not only... When Najee Harris is hurt. It's also telling to me that your first round running back has been probably your fourth most impressive running back. If you really want to think about things this year. Benny Snell was awesome last night. Anthony McFarland showed explosion. Jalen Warren was a better runner for a while than was your franchise running back in Najee Harris. It's why they never should have made the pick in the first place. They absolutely screwed up taking that guy. There's no doubt in my mind. And every time he's off the field or every time anybody else is successful, good golly, I feel better and better about not having wanted them to take him to begin with. Final thoughts on Steelers-Colts coming up next. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This it's fourth down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. From my mom, I grade Kenny as a solid B to an occasional B plus A minus in certain plays. She's got a sliding scale on Kenny. But, and this is a good point, 
You also have to consider the opposition who really sucked in the first half. Jackie Crowley with a good take on Kenny Pickett. But it is good to see Kenny Pickett play well against a team that's not good. But here's the thing. While they're not good, and they played an awful first half to the Indianapolis Colts, their defense is good. It's a good unit. And Kenny Pickett did not turn the ball over. It's not a big turnover-forcing unit, but Kenny Pickett played well against a good defense. I'd give Kenny Pickett a B. I don't think I've given my grade. I'd give him a B. It wasn't flashy. It wasn't explosive. But for the third straight game, he hasn't turned the ball over. And that's what we call a winning streak. Yeah, he took a sack early that Mitchell Schwartz did a good job breaking down on Twitter. Or so smart football people have alleged. And I did watch the video where... The line shifted its protection to the right. Kenny Pickett was in empty. I think it was the first sack Kenny Pickett took of the night. Kenny's got a hot read to his left and his running back, and he's just got to know better there. He's got to know he's got to get rid of that ball quick. He's got to know where the protection's sliding. He's got to know the Colts are bringing pressure and get rid of that football. That was on him. I think he's run himself into some sacks, particularly in that Saints game. He was sacked six times. I'd put three of those on Kenny after going back and having watched. That's something he's going to have to get better at. And you do wonder if they're showing one look and then changing it up a little bit on a rookie quarterback because he is supposedly very good at pre-snap reads and things of that nature. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's a prepared young man. But you're going to see new wrinkles in the NFL that maybe they haven't put on tape. Second half of the season, self-scouts. Teams know their own tendencies. They're going to try to change things up. And For a rookie quarterback, that can be difficult. I'm not making excuses. I just think that's realistic. So there are going to be some mistakes like that. But instead of, oh my gosh, Kenny Pickett's under pressure, he just puts the ball up for grabs, he's not doing that. He's trying to extend plays. He's putting the ball in places where only his receiver can get it. Like those two George Pickens drops that I've referenced a couple of times, George had to sort of awkwardly contort his body to try to make those catches, and ultimately he dropped the ball. But... Kenny Pickett put it in places where he's got to make those plays. I was really encouraged by that performance. He didn't blow me away by any stretch. But when you continue to stack performances where you're not turning the ball over and you are still making some plays down the field like he did to George Pickens on that sideline 35-yard ball, now we're starting to see the maturity of Kenny Pickett. And I think it's something you could absolutely build off of. I feel better about the Steelers right now than I have at any point this season because of the three games Kenny has put together from a turnover standpoint.